0: Let's be real here. hello, it is I your hostess D and also known as the entertainer and if you guys would like to skip this intro, go ahead. but for those of us who are new here, go ahead and keep listening. It is I your hostess D like I said, and today we'll we will be learning about either art or writing, whatever I decide to put this intro in front of and yeah so like always we will be going over some of my life some of my stories and we'll even be going over some raw information as well so i hope to see you all throughout the rest of this podcast go ahead and follow me if you'd like and yeah so i will see you all in it and on to it let's be real here hello it is id also known as the entertainer and welcome back again today now, um, a quick side note here before we get into this um just to let you all know, if you hear slight jingling like this or something, I'm not sure if you're even able to hear that, but if you are to hear um light jingling throughout this um audio, just to let you know, I'm wearing. A headband with little bells on it, since I'm kind of running out of headbands at the moment and they're the only thing I wear to keep my hair back. So I'm a bit sorry about that. Like I said, I'm not sure if you can even hear it, but either way, I'm sorry if you do, and I apologize. But on to the video itself. Now, just to quickly let any newcomers here know, I am making a course, more specifically, a course on how to do digital art in this app called Procreate. And basically, it's an awesome digital art course where I teach you how to do um the f- how to do the digital art process through and through. And, um, I teach, I also teach complete, uh, I teach uh, everything about the software Procreate as well. And um, you get to do two actual projects. One is more of an activity project and the other is something you do throughout watching the videos on the course. And yeah, so. That, th- that's it. and it's, uh, I think it's, I've especially adapted it to be good for um, homeschoolers and young teens, but I'd like to believe anyone can take it because I think I've, I've done a good job. So, let's go ahead and um, go on to the meat of this audio. So, since I, I realized today that I haven't really talked a lot about, um, I haven't really talked yet about writing this week, so I decided to do so. And so, you know, we've talked about me, we've talked about art, but now it's time to talk about writing. Now going back to where we were before, we were talking about characters. More specifically, we had been talking about the big seven character flaws in relating to the character arc story. Now if you aren't familiar with either of these terms, I will try to wrap them up as neatly as possible, but I do recommend you going back to the podcast. Big 7 character flaws, in order to get uh, more detail on what exactly the character flaws are, as well as the episode purely about character flaws, um, uh, Major, Minor, and Deathly, which is another one that I've made. But just to give you some context on the terms here, basically, um, character flaw is basically... um, for our purposes today, a character flaw is a big flaw that is heavily noticeable uh, by the audience and by the characters around the person. And um, it basically a character flaw is something like, for example, arrogance. Um, it could also be greed, uh, self-deprecation, self-destruction, things like that. And it doesn't necessarily need to be one of those either any any human flaw can be a character flaw um you know for example perfectionist you know well a perfectionist may be like a good designer or you know work out the kinks of something really well it can also become a very negative trait very fast so that's what a character flaw is um at least for the purposes of this audio. A character arc is basically where a character at the beginning of the story is a certain way. For example, the character has their character flaw at the beginning of the story, but at the end, through this arc of things going on and um you know and reaching the climax and things like that, they end up switching it up to where they give up their char- they give up their bad ways in order to achieve the climax and then by the end of the story they have either said their sorries to the people around them if they're going for that kind of character arc or you know they've saved the world or something like that and through uh, um, getting rid of that big character flaw. So that's basically what you need to know. Now today I'd like to talk about character flaws and character arcs in relation to protagonists. Now, a quick summary on a protagonist. um, From how I understand it, a protagonist is often um, the main character of the story, at least for the purposes we're going to be talking about it today. And basically, they are the good guy, or at least the person that we're rooting for, not necessarily the good you know the best person in the world they don't need to be good but for our purposes they are the good guy let's say a superhero or something like that and they're on the moral uh moral side of good um for our purposes here today well um you know our protagonist does good things and while their character flaw does get in the way of a lot of those good things through overcoming that in their character arc they become a much better superhero salesperson whatever the st- whatever the story's main themes are about so let's go ahead and talk about this now i have seen a lot of tv shows and movies and stuff and while i do know these videos are called writing and things like that Um, a lot of times the examples I give are TV shows and movies, and that's because they're the, they're the bits of media that involve writing that I really enjoy and watch a lot of. And, um, one of the things that I've seen, um, in a movie before is perfection. Now, um, people used to refer to this in the writing community as a Mary Sue. And while that explanation isn't considered um, very good anymore, it's it's basically what I'm talking about. Basically, don't turn. Don't um, rule number one. Have a big flaw. Now, this is something that a lot of people get wrong, or a lot of beginners get wrong, and it's understandable. You want your character to be strong, independent, perfect in every way. Um, basically liked by everyone or at least everyone important and you know they are respected they are revered things like that you know we really really want that for our character we want to see our character happy and you know doing their doing uh, their best and being good and being liked because it's what we want as human beings but for a story that is bland and bad We can't have everybody love our character. Our character can't be this flawless, beautiful, angelic being that can only do good and cannot do any wrong. And that's something that I've seen a lot in the show on Netflix called The Flash. Now, don't get me wrong. I absolutely love the series. I love watching it with my aunt and we absolutely love it. But the thing that is most frustrating about it, at least one of the things that is most frustrating about it, is that oftentimes certain characters are portrayed to be angelic, or they didn't do anything wrong when they clearly did, or, you know, things like that, you know. For example, the main character, Barry Allen, ends up screwing up the timeline completely, leading to a bad guy to basically emerge once he fixes the timeline. But he didn't truly fix the timeline. No, no, no. He can't just forget his mistake. He actually screwed it up completely and ended up unleashing the one of the worst bad guys in the series upon his friends and family and upon the city. And the thing is, is that... Everybody acts like it's not his fault after that season. And even in that season itself, everybody acts like he did nothing wrong. When he knew the implications of time travel, yes, there's time travel, when he knew what would happen if he ran back in time and changed this event, he knew it could lead to something wrong way, way worse down the line, but he still took that chance anyway, and while they do make the argument that he was blinded by grief because his uh, father had just died in the show, that doesn't mean run back in time and change one of the biggest events in the show's history, causing the whole entire thing to be screwed up. Now obviously you can see I'm venting some of my frustration here, but that's honestly how I feel. You know, later on in the show and even in the season itself where this very thing happened, they act like oh it wasn't your fault, you were just overwhelmed by grief. Yeah, but you knew the implications. You know what you knew what your power could do. You know how you knew how screwed up everything could become. And that's what makes me frustrated with this type of protagonist. And it's not even the protagonist itself, it's the way that the show is written. No matter what, Barry Allen has to be this sweet, innocent, big-hearted boy. And while he is that at times, as the writers write, it, write him differently, seemingly from episode to episode. And while I do know it takes a while to get your footing... Come on. Dude, why? <laughs> but, that is a personal critique. But, as, as you can hear, and, um, not as you can see, obviously, you can't see anything. But, as you can hear, you know, this doesn't seem like a character we'd exactly be rooting for. And you know the thing the thing is is that while it doesn't necessarily make me frustrated because the character itself did it while that does make me equally angry it's that all the characters around him acted like he did nothing wrong and that's something that stems from the fact that you know our our quote-unquote Barry Allen in this case did nothing wrong Of course he did, he admits that he did, but still all his friends and family are too blind to see what exactly he's done. Uh, It's honestly just... Like I said, I truly do love this show, but I find this a very good example of where you have to tread the line lightly of, you know, when certain characters are right and when they aren't. If it is clear to the audience... Um, to the audience watching or reading or everything that they are clearly in the wrong. They're in the wrong. You gotta remember that your audience is the people you're trying to market to. It's the people that you're trying to get to read this or watch this. You know? You just gotta keep in mind who we're going to see as the true antagonist here. Now... Well, I would like to get in, into other things and dive a little deeper into some other things, I'm afraid I'm going to have to leave it here for now. So, I will hopefully see you all for part two tomorrow, and I will see you all um, on the next one.